the Kansas City Royals call up their top pitching prospect, number two prospect overall, to make his big league debut this week. They also make a flurry of other roster moves. Daniel Lynch makes his debut. And where are the rest of the Kansas City Royals top prospects starting their minor league seasons? We're going to get into all of that and much more coming up on the Locked On Royals podcast. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. We're going to live tweet every single Royals game over on Twitter at Locked On Royals. Subscribe to the show anywhere you get your podcast from. Follow along on any podcast provider, Locked On Royals, We'll have you locked in to the Royals every single day on today's show. Brought to you by our good friends over at Locker Room, the very first ever social audio platform made for sports fans. It's truly changing the way that we talk about sports. Brought to you by Locker Room, we're going to dive into Daniel Lynch making his MLB debut, where the Royals' top prospect are starting out in the minor leagues, and recap that game against Cleveland, where Daniel Lynch made his debut in that game. Let's dive in first to the roster moves. Daniel Lynch, the number two prospect in the Royals system, gets called up in this game. Jake Newberry is sent down. Daniel Tillo gets sent to the 60-day IL to make room on the 40-man and for the roster for Jake Newberry for Daniel Lynch. Sebastian Rivero is called up as Kim Gallagher, Kim Gallagher goes to the seven-day IL as he suffers a concussion. So two new young faces, Daniel Lynch and Sebastian Rivio, get called up. Daniel Lynch has already made his debut. We're still waiting on Sebastian. But Cam Gallagher is to the seven-day IL, which is really a, a tough spell for him. He got hit in the face mask a few times pretty hard in his last game out. But he's been really good behind the plate. I mean, really good behind the plate. And a decent enough hitter considering the defense he provides behind the dish on days that Salvi takes a break or just goes to the DH role for the time being. You know, Gallagher's been good to watch this year. Interested to see what Sebastian can do, but Daniel Lynch is the big story. And Daniel Lynch is another win-now move for Kansas City, who's held the best record in baseball or held the best record in baseball for quite some time this year and has controlled the Central in this season for quite some time this year. And you hit that sputter in Minnesota on the road, you come back home, you want that energy boost to start the month, and you go with Daniel Lynch, your number two overall prospect, to prove to his team that, hey, look, before we even let Daniel Lynch get an opportunity to start before he even gets one single start in the minors. We're going to call him up here. We're going to believe in you. We're going to have faith in you and this team to not waste the time of Daniel Lynch and put him into the rotation. And he was awesome. That slider is incredible. His line does not do him justice of how great he was on the bump. I wish that Mike Matheny would have left him out there and left him out there and let him just figure it out and get through it because Junis did no better. And I think that with Daniel Lynch, you've called him up. Don't don't play the up-down game with Daniel Lynch. Don't do that with your top prospect. Let him be up here. Let him live and let him thrive. 
and let him experience the ups and the downs. Because in actuality, when you take a step backwards, right? It's been fun this year. It's been fun. When you take a step backwards, if this team falls short of playoffs, it's no big deal. It's not. Nobody's kicking and nobody's screaming. If this team is competitive all year long, that's all you want. You only want a team that's in the hunt all year long. That's it. And Daniel Lynch can survive this season. And so it's pivotal that the the Royals let him do that. Because in this season, Daniel Lynch can either be electric all year long and be awesome for you when you need ball games, or he could be hit or miss. And as we're seeing with Brady Singer, it's a totally new ball game. Pitching in front of fans and pitching in front of the big league crowd for the first time and even the second go around. The Royals have targeted 2022 as their win now window. They've targeted that season as the season in which the expectation level is the playoffs. And anything less than that is a failure. Next year is 2022. Next year is that year where anything less than the postseason is an absolute failure. And so with Daniel Lynch, let him pitch from here on out, barring injury. Let him be in that starting rotation. Let him figure it out. Let him have the ups and the downs that come with being a big league pitcher That way, he's got that service time under his belt. He's been able to say he's been there, done that. He's got that experience under his belt, and he's able to thrive next year in a high-pressurized situation. There's still no pressure on this team. They're a first-place team. They're having some fun. The expectation's not there yet. Nobody cares if they win or lose. They want to have fun. They want to compete. Let him thrive in this atmosphere and environment, and then next year, he's ready to rock and roll when there will be expectations, there will be pressure, there will be fan noise of if this team gets off to a bad start or if this team falls short. It's going to be a lot of chatter next year because 2022 has been sold to us over and over and over again. So I think that Daniel Lynch has to be in the rotation. And you bump out Jacob Junis, you move him at high leverage bullpen role. It should have helped your bullpen. It did not his first outing out of the bullpen. But we've seen Junis this year be effective out of the bullpen and he did not look good in this game particularly. But nonetheless, I want to see Daniel Lynch take over as that fifth starter. And if Brad Keller does not shape up, I want to see Chris Bubich go in that rotation as that fourth starter. But in this game, Daniel Lynch was awesome. His line is 4.2 innings, three runs allowed, four hits allowed, four walks allowed, three strikeouts. You know, those runs came, a lot of them after he got pulled for Scott Barlow, who just couldn't get it done. Two of those walks were nervous walks where he got the first two outs of the inning, his first inning out there, and he's yanking some pitches, and he's you can clearly see he's overthrowing and over, over-amped a bit. And so you take away two of those walks as he settles in. He has a two-walk night. You take away two of those runs that Barlow gave up. He has a one-run night through four innings. Really good stuff from Daniel Lynch. Again, I would have let him out there and let him figure it out in that in that fifth inning. But Mike Matheny saw it a different way, and he went to Scott Barlow. And, and in that decision, in that moment, I said the same thing to let let – Lynch figure it out. But I can understand the thought process of Mike Matheny to go ahead and say, you know what? This kid's making his major league debut. He's shown earlier. He's kind of overamped a bit. Let's go ahead and bring in our, what should be one of our best or the best reliever. And he'll get us out of this fifth inning. And then we'll go to the bullpen and see what happens. And what happened was Scott brother was awful. Scott brother was awful. And then you turn it over to Jacob Junis, who was also awful. And Jacob Junis was just terrible. It looked like Junis was very rattled from getting pulled from my rotation after being very good this year. Hopefully, Junis kind of settles in a bit, but he was terrible. And your bullpen was just bad. They were just bad. Holland and Bar- and, uh, and Stomont, they give up uh, no runs, and Josh gives up a walk and a hit, and, and Holland gets one out in this game. And the Royals lose 8-6 to six in Lynch's debut, and they just cannot find a way to claw their way out of this game against Cleveland. 
But Daniel Lynch played way better than his line showed, and I cannot wait to see what he does the rest of the way, and I cannot wait for a second start. I'm counting down the days. I'm counting down the days until Daniel Lynch's second start. It's going to be fun. It'll be this weekend against Chicago, you'd think, and so that's going to be a pivotal series for the Royals to win this game and win this weekend in Chicago. Uh, we're against Chicago in Kansas City. Let's just see what happens. And Daniel Lynch was awesome. He deserves all the praise he's getting right now. And so that's Daniel Lynch's debut for this team right now. Let's talk about our good friends over at Locker Room. Locker Room is truly changing the way that we talk about sports. Locker Room is incredible. It is the perfect place to start any conversation about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to the biggest news and rumors. We will always have a chance to chat over on Locker Room, and you might even be featured on the Lockdown Royals podcast throughout our Locker Room conversation. So be sure to join me this week over on Locker Room. Follow me on Locker Room so you never miss whenever I go live at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Go get the Locker Room app right now, currently on all iOS devices and some Android devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, join the NHL, NFL, MLB, NBA group, for the latest on the league updates from all of your favorite leagues. And also follow me at Ryland underscore Stouse. We know if I every single time I go live over on Locker Room, I know you will not want to miss it. Again, I'm planning to go live this week at some point, so be sure to follow along so you never miss that notification. And we want to hear from everyone's thoughts on the Royals over on Locker Room. See over there, Locker Room is truly changing the way that we talk about sports. I love our weekly chats over on Locker Room to connect with the listeners of this show, the fans of this show, I appreciate that an absolute ton. You can hear from media members like me, other fans, athletes, and other insiders in real time about your favorite team or favorite sport. I'll be hosting rooms over on Locker Room for Lockdown Rose and Lockdown Thunder every single week. So check it out on the Locker Room app for iOS. And then again, some Android devices as well. Now let's get into our good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. I was three years old. That's that's a that's a big shocker. I was three years old 20 years ago. And you could have been going to rockout.com and finding all the parts your car would ever need. My favorite part about rockout.com is their website. And I know that 20 years ago websites were just wacky and if you're your internet would just stop working if the if the phone rang, it was a mess. But guess what? It's not a mess anymore. Their website is incredible. It's the best website out there. It's truly the best website out there because I know nothing about cars. I don't know anything. Nothing. But I don't have to know anything. I can go to the website and it's so easy to consume. And for me, my biggest thing is I don't know measurements. I don't know measurements. I don't know how to get them. I don't know where to find them. I don't know how to relay them. But they don't ask me for that stuff. They ask me for my make, my model, my year. And they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way I'm not wasting time or money or resources on parts I do not need, parts I cannot use. And it's easy to find everything I want at rockauto.com. So go there right now to rockauto.com. Whenever you do, tell them Locked On sent you in the how did you hear about us box and they'll know what to do from there. RockAuto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Check it out today. So let's get into this game against Cleveland. We talked about the pitching staff and the offense. You had Jorge Soler and Hunter Dozier as the two players with multi-hit games. Dozier's a home run in this one, as well as he did in Minnesota. Soler doubles in this one. Those two guys are really heating up. And for Dozier, it's a great welcome sign. Dozier's been atrocious in the field, and you cannot be both. You cannot be bad in the field and bad at the plate. And it's good that he's finally turning it around at the plate. 
And I want to see him continue to do that. Solaire heating up a ton, and Solaire's been better recently. He's been kind of an all-around average player, and you think that he has more upside and potential than that moving forward this year. When Mayerfoot is a home run in this game, and then Benatendi, he gets a hit, a walk, he scores a run. Santana does the exact same, but Benatendi continues to be on this hot streak here where he is making a huge impact in games. Nicky Lopez has a walk and a hit, getting on base twice as a number nine hitter and setting the table for what should be an elite hitter in baseball, what should be one of the best in baseball in Whit Merrifield, is a big deal. And Whit will eventually come through. The Royals did not come through three for 12 with runners in scoring position this, this uh, game, and they score six runs, but it's not enough because your bullpen and your uh, your bullpen just was not good in this game. So the lineup was okay in, in this one. You're so glad that Dozier and Soler are turning it around. You're glad that Santana and Benatendi are staying hot, and, and we're interested in seeing how it progresses moving forward. But right now, it's opening day for minor league baseball as I'm recording this for podcast right now. And where are the top prospects? Where are they at? How can you keep up with the top prospects? Well, let's go through that right now. So Jackson Coward was the opening day starter for Omaha, and he had five shutout innings. He was awesome for Omaha, and Jackson Coward is the big pitching arm left on the farm because you've already called up Chris Bubich. You've got Brady Singer up here. You've got Daniel Lynch up here. He's the big gun down there, and he was awesome for Omaha. Bobby Witt Jr., the top prospect for the Royals, one of the top prospects in all of baseball, is in AA Northwest Arkansas. He made his debut for Northwest Arkansas, the Naturals, over this last week. Follow all the action on MILB.TV to check out all these players on all their respective teams. But Bobby Witt Jr. got it done uh, and got to AA, and you're hoping that he can get it done in AA for a couple weeks here and get that red-hot start to where he's called up to Northwest Arkansas. Asa Lacey, your first-round pick last year in the pandemic draft, gets to high A, and he'll start there and work his way up. He's your other big arm that's still down on the farm because he has not gotten to play minor league baseball because, again, he was drafted last year. Now, he's a, a college senior from AM, and he is more seasoned, and he can maybe fast-track his way to the big leagues if he performs well at high A to start off his minor league career. And so that's something to, to really monitor moving forward for the minor leagues and for Asa Lacey. Kyle Isbell, who started the year on the opening day roster, is sent down to Omaha. He'll be with the Storm Chasers in Omaha for the minor league season. Eric Pena is in rookie ball. Nick Prado is in AA Northwest Arkansas. Austin Cox is in high A. So Nick Prado's a top first base prospect, and maybe he can be the future of this team whenever Carlos Santana is gone in a couple years. He's in Northwest Arkansas. We'll see if he can pan out and if he can work out. Carlos Hernandez, who's already had MLB time, is in Omaha to start the year. Alec Marsh is in AA, a good pitching prospect. Uh, MJ Meldez, the catcher, is in AA. He's had a couple home runs already on opening day. He had a couple home runs in Northwest Arkansas. Sally Matisse is in high A. And then Ronald Blenios is in AAA. He had big league time last year, the Tim Hill trade with San Diego. And he's in the minor leagues to start this year in AAA. He's a fireballer pitcher who might be a good bullpen arm in his in his future in his you know, future career. And then lastly, another top prospect is Luis Fox, who is in AAA. Luis Fox was gotten from that Brett Phillips trade with Tampa Bay. He's a nice shortstop prospect, as is Nick Lofton, who we talked about before. Nick Lofton's in high A. We'll see how those two fare at that shortstop position because the ultimate prize also plays shortstop in Bobby Witt Jr. And I am fascinated by his timeline. And it all depends on Bobby Witt Jr. coming up hot to start the year. He's got to come out of the gate strong in Northwest Arkansas. And that can put a ton of pressure on him. And that can make him press and make him kind of do bad because he's trying to he's trying too hard and trying so hard. 
Uh, but if he can play well these next couple of weeks, I'm talking weeks here, these next couple of weeks, he can get the call because what this team is doing right now is they're fading. They've lost two straight to Cleveland to start that series. We'll see how that series ends up, but you're facing Shane Bieber on Wednesday, who is probably going to beat you because he's Shane Bieber and a great pitcher. And so that's going to be four straight losses. And then you play Chicago, who if they take two of three from you, they'll for sure be in the division lead and, and be kind of having that edge over you in the division. And you're going to be fading away pretty quickly from that hot start to where you need that you need that energy. You need that spark. You need something to revitalize you a bit in this season. And Bobby Witt Jr. can do just that. So I want to see how he gets off to the hot start in the minors and force the hand of, of Dayton Moore to call him up to the big leagues and to be able to create that length into the lineup. I think he's a major league hitter and can hit right away. He's a good fielder. I cannot wait to see Bobby Witt Jr. in the lineup for the Kansas City Royals. And again, some of this is kind of tampered because you already have Singer and Lynch and Bubich in the big leagues. So they would have gone somewhere else to where those are also huge prospects to watch. But the prospects that those guys are, they're in the big leagues already. So, so that's kind of taken away from you a bit. Edward Livieris is in AAA, and Edward's been awesome in Omaha. Already got to a great start on Tuesday. And he was awesome last year. I think he should win this team, uh, but you know how that goes. Edward Livieris was good to start the year. Let's see if he can keep that trend going. So that's where everyone's at on the farm. We'll start having kind of chats with Aaron Layton and other prospect gurus about these prospects throughout the year. But that's who you can keep tabs on, check the box scores for, and where all you'll find all these prospects uh, over the next few months as the minor league baseball season gets underway and goes through the summer. Uh, they're going to play the same team every single week, you know, on a weekly basis, and then have an off day every single Monday in this kind of COVID season. That'll be fascinating to see. And the divisions have changed a lot. So, like, for example, Omaha, they usually come to Oklahoma City four or five times a year. They're coming to Oklahoma City zero times. Oklahoma City gets zero home games against Omaha this year. That sucks, but it's the way that it has to be done. And they've changed the divisions and changed the schedules. So all that's different. All of that's new. If you care about minor league baseball, that's where the top prospects are starting out for the Kansas City Royals. Now coming up, we're going to talk about the weekend ahead for this show and for the Royals. But first, I want to tell you, my good friends over at Sport Trade. Sport Trade is incredible. Have you heard about Sport Trade? It's the fantasy baseball world where it meets the sports world and the stock market. This is amazing. Sports Trade takes fantasy to the next level. It's like Robin Hood for fantasy sports. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players, just like in real life and in real stocks. Finally, a fair and exciting way to cash in on your knowledge of sports. They've recently added baseball to their platform, so check it out today. Making money with Sports Trade is simple, as players' values will rise and fall based on two factors. Number one is their statistical perf- uh, performance in each game as compared to their projected fantasy points per game. The more points scored, the higher the value goes to good old supply and demand, baby. The more demand a player has, the higher their value goes. That's number two and what they're factored in on. When you're ready to buy shares, pick the penny stock for that rookie with huge upside or grab the blue chip vet who's always a solid performer. Instantly buy and sell as many shares and as many players as you'd like, just like the stock market. Then watch your players battle and your portfolio will value will rise and fall, hopefully only rise. Simply go to sporttrade.com, watch the How It Works video, and sign up to get started. So sign up today at sporttrade.com and discover the fun, exciting, and profitable new world of sports trading. 
This is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. You are be amazed. Do not sit on the sidelines any longer. Get into the game at sporttrade.com. And now let's talk about our friends over at betonline.ag. Betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on our production. Football might be over, but guess what, folks? The baseball season is in full swing. You can bet on that action at betonline.ag. This week has a ton of sports action with baseball, with the NBA, with the NHL, and it also includes all of your UFC and MMA action. As all the latest news and odds on all those sports for all of your sport needs. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and content information. Don't send the silence anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game and know the team as they prep for the playoff run. Head over to the website or even use your mobile device. And whenever you do, go to betonline.ag, use our promo code Locked On to receive that 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. That's BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. Promo code Locked On at betonline.ag for a 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. And so that will about do it for this episode of Locked On Royals. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we grade every single player on this Royals roster and talk about the pivotal weekend coming up against the Chicago White Sox. All of that will be on tomorrow's show of Lockdown Rose. Follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter, more importantly, at Locked On Royals. Until then, be good and be good to one another. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, baby. We're where you want to be. Baseball with the Royals. If you want to be having a great time. Loving the fun. You want to see all of the excitement. This is the place and we're the one. If you want to be yelling like crazy for the guys you love to see. Come on out and join us. This is the place you want to be. We're where you want to be. Baseball with the Royals.